Welcome to Around Kansas. I'm Deb Goodrich. And I'm Michelle Martin. And today we're going to talk about gunfighters. And I have one of the most famous gunfighters right here behind me. And the kids are playing cards with him. I think Tiny had just called Doc Holliday on his hand when I snapped this picture. So my daughter, Noelle, and granddaughter, uh, Eternity, and grandson, Micaiah, um, otherwise known as Chris and Tiny, um, were loving visiting the gunfighter sculptures in Dodge City. And behind me, for those who are not familiar with this image, you should be. These are the members of the infamous and ill-fated Dalton Gang in uh, Coffeyville, Kansas, shortly after they were killed, attempting to rob two banks in the same day. Bless their hearts, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, once the Daltons, uh, they were laid out on the sidewalk for some time until it got too uh, obnoxious. And then they buried them and painted them on the sidewalk and yeah. they are repainted. And that painting is maintained to this day. They just keep repainting a, a message to all you would be bank robbers out there. And you know, Deb, this photograph, um, if we, uh, could pan up. There's actually in the fence behind the Daltons, there's actually kind of a gap in between some fence boards. And if you look very carefully, you see the face of a young boy and literally his face is right in the hole in that fence. And he's looking right at the camera like, hey, look at me, I'm with the dead Daltons. Um, which yeah. is, you know, and they have recreated that as well uh, on the sidewalk. So the Daltons are painted on the sidewalk and the wall of the Condon National Bank, one of the two they attempted to rob. The fence goes up the wall and the little boy's face is peering out just as he did in 1892. And the Condon Bank uh, that they attempted to rob is now a museum to the Dalton defenders. They're not celebrating the Daltons. They're celebrating the town that um, that took up arms to stop the Daltons from robbing okay, their yeah, The defenders are the museums in a different building. The Condon actually houses uh, the Chamber of Commerce um, and part of their CVB now. And so you oh, can go cool. in there and grab brochures, but then you can uh -huh. actually go in the front of the bank uh, as if you would walk in the front doors and see the teller windows and the safe. And so you can walk in and get an idea of what it would have been like to be a Dalton walking in um, and what and how small the space was that they tried to rob. So uh, it is, it's beautiful folks. If you're in Coffeyville, you can't miss her. She's a beautiful painted lady right downtown and uh, is right near the Isham hardware store where many of the defenders uh, grabbed guns and ammo and got ready to protect their town. The new Condon Bank is right across the street and our friend Bob Dalton, Colonel retired Bob Dalton, when he started writing um, after he retired from the army, he um, actually went to um, Coffeyville just to open an account at the um, Condon Bank and you know, has Bob Dalton on his checks. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty doggone funny. <laughs> I don't think he's related. I, I'm not sure, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's related. Well, the uh, one of the events I wanted to mention to you, and this is going to be pretty 
pretty doggone awesome. July 16th through the 18th in Council Grove. And the folks there are doing so much, so many events to mark the 200th anniversary of the, Sun, of the uh, Santa Fe Trail. So July 16th through the 18th is going to be gunfight on the Santa Fe Trail. Ooh. And our dear, dear friend, Buck Taylor, who was in Gunsmoke, is going to be there for the weekend's events. And we're just tickled to death. We can't wait to see Buck. And I think that um, Ken Spurgeon and Buck and I are going to have a panel discussion about gunfighters. Honestly, I don't know why I was chosen for that, but I'm really tickled to be. And it's uh, it's going to be a fun time. It's going it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So again, check out the website santafetrail.org or contact the Council Grove Chamber of Commerce to get more information. Definitely, and you know, Deb, um, I have been to Coffeeville many times. And had the opportunity to go to the Condon, uh, to walk Death Alley, uh, where many of the members of the infamous Dalton gang were shot and killed, uh, to check out Isham's Hardware, to go to the Dalton Defenders Museum. And uh, I always had secretly hoped that somehow, some way, the Condon would be vacated and come up for sale and that I could buy it and live upstairs and uh, interpret history down below, but that sadly never came to pass. But wow, um, what a fantastic um, portion of the downtown. And it's really, it's, it's wonderful. Um, and I know uh, in Coffeeville in the past, they have actually had Dalton Defender Days. And uh, our, my good friend, um, Dr. Mike Bush, uh, and some of our other friends, including David Carrico and others have helped at different times uh, portray the Daltons and the Defenders uh, there. So uh, definitely Kansas has its share of gunfighters and gunfights in history. We sure do. And we're gonna be right back and tell you about some more. Howdy. I'm Seth Hayes and welcome to my hometown from then to now. Council Grove has a rich history as deep as the prairie tall grass. Spend the day visiting 25 historic sites or explore the unique shops and restaurants or mosey out of town along the Santa Fe Trail. You all visit my hometown, Council Grove, in the heart of the Flint Hills. Okay, looks like it's time for our tour. Welcome to the Fort Wallace Museum. Here at the museum, you're gonna find some really interesting stuff like our replica stagecoach from the Butterfield Overland Dispatch. We've got facades from the fort buildings. We've got an 1870s flag. There's a plesiosaur that was discovered locally. We've got the Ray pump organ collection. We're a little bit place with a great big story and we'd love to have you. Welcome back. And I don't know if you recognize that figure behind me or not, but that is Wyatt Earp, brave, courageous, and bold. And again, that's from Front Street in Dodge City. And he cuts a striking figure now, just like he did then. That is for sure. And I actually am 
Uh, here you see aces and eights, known as the dead man's hand. Those are the cards that Wild Bill Hickok had in his hand when he was shot in Deadwood. And this is actually at the gravesite of Wild Bill Hickok in Deadwood, South Dakota. And people leave aces, eights, they leave change and cigarettes and small bottles of airplane uh, alcohol. I've seen lots of little bottles of whiskey. And I think the last time I was in South Dakota, my husband and I left him some Southwest drink coupons and said, drink up on us and signed and dated them and left them there. I think they leave casino tokens too. <laughs> yes, they do. So um, Kansas um, at one time was well known for its gunfighters, just like um, Doc Holliday, Wyatt Earp, um, all the Earp brothers. Um, and of course, Wild Bill, um, perhaps the most famous pistolier. And it's, it's funny because most of these guys, like Wyatt Earp, I was in um, a production, The States. Um, I've never seen it. Uh, I think that was for the History Channel and it was a long time ago. But one of the things they asked me about was the life and career of Wyatt Earp. Mm -hmm. Ironically, as a lawman, Earp was so valuable because he didn't have to draw his gun. He was a boxer and um, he basically just uh, knocked the drunks out and carried them back to the jail and let them sober up and, and they uh, lived happily ever after. So Wyatt, um, of course, is most famous for the gunfight that took place in Arizona, but as a lawman in Kansas, he really didn't draw his gun that often. And, um, but he was something. Uh, like a friend of mine and I were talking the other day, he was made of steel. And uh, many of those lawmen sort of wobbled on the line of uh, law and, um, and outlaw, but uh, um, he, he was, was an incredible figure. And then um, Hickok, if you watch the Gunslingers uh, series, um, uh, AHC, American Heroes Channel, mm -hmm. whatever that is. Um, I'm actually in there talking about Hickok. And it was it was really interesting because that day, Michelle, um, we were recording at Shoal Creek and um, Hig was there talking about Jesse James and I was there talking about Hickok. And you know how it is when you're being interviewed for a documentary, uh, you talk for two mm -hmm. hours, I use two minutes. Yeah. So they were asking me all the, they were, they were trying to get every uh, ounce out of their money. And uh, they were asking me about Hickok's draw. And I said, I'm not qualified to talk about that. And they said, well, you know, and I said, sure. I said, but I'm not qualified to speak to that. I said, you got Greg Higginbotham out there that knows guns. He knows all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I said, I would, that's his expertise, not mine. Uh, and they were not happy with me, but um, I get comments all the time about that show on Hickok. And again, Hickok, bless his heart, you know, the last man he kills is when he's in haze and accidentally shoots his deputy. And, you know, there's all these stories told about him, but mm -hmm. bless his heart, he, he, was, he was just a little hostron. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> again life before Prozac and after Prozac. That's right, that's right. <laughs> what would the frontier have been like if we had a little Prozac? <laughs>
the people who drew against him needed the Prozac. That's, yeah, exactly. That would have solved a lot of problems right there. Either that or they needed a good, you know, a few really good sh strong shots of rock gut whiskey to go ahead and just kind of knock them out so they wouldn't draw against Hickok or Wyatt Earp or Doc Holliday, uh, any of the Earps, or even uh, try to draw on the Daltons. Any, any of these individuals who were pistoliers in the time period, um, because if you drew on these individuals that had that expertise and that skill with the weapon, you might as well have your last will and testament drawn up, <laughs> better have the undertaker measure you for the coffin and, you know, you know kick, kick your family goodbye because, you know, these men, they had a kind of innate skill um, an ability to read their opponent and to anticipate. And that along with nerves of steel makes you deadly. You know, it's, it's interesting because uh, again, I, I have read a lot of, about all these guys. And um, of course, one of the things that made um, uh, Wild Bill Hickok's reputation, uh, James Butler Hickok, was up in Nebraska at Rock Creek Station. And that is a great state park in the state of Nebraska. And I highly encourage you to go up there and visit because it's a beautiful, you can camp. And then they've got the story of the McCandless gang and Hickok. And when he talked about that, it wasn't the same story that came out in the dime novels. He thought he was a dead man, uh, you know, as he's, um, firing on these guys. He, he thought he was a dead man. He thought this is it. Um, but Hickok, like the other men we're talking about, had the ability to think while they're being shot at. Now, I'm yeah. telling you, not everybody has that ability. And that, that is what sets them apart. You know, they, they can just stand and, and not worry about it. And just, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. They gotta have like an extra chromosome or something. There's gotta <laughs> be something scientific that explains that one of these days though. It's like I was interviewing a, a kid one time who was a fighter pilot and a wonderful young man, you know, and, and not meaning to uh, cast dispersions on any of these guys, but I'm like, you gotta be crazy to be up in the air shooting at somebody while they're shooting at you. And he's like, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really do. <laughs> God bless them. You yeah. know, they just got an adrenaline and ability that I can only imagine. I don't possess any of it. Well, and you know, Deb, it's interesting because um, the these different pistoliers, they also had to be able, they had to think so quickly on their feet and be able to adapt. And I think that's interesting when we look at something like the Dalton gang and in October of 1892, when they decide to rob two banks and the same day, uh, they wanted to try to, you know, do better than Jesse James and his gang. And, you know, you also have to be able to plan and to think. And perhaps it was not the wisest idea to try to rob two banks in your hometown where people knew you while you were wearing fake beards and mustaches that really did not hide your uh, features well enough 
and disguise you. And they also didn't do some reconnaissance and they didn't realize that there was different forms of street construction that was blocking off their main escape route. Um, right then and there, when I went into town and saw escape route blocked, I would have been, let's uh, rethink this boys, let's go back to camp and replan this, or hey, let's go find another town um, where we're not known. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's wit, it's intelligence, it's bravado, it's nerves of steel. All of those things have to coalesce in these individuals. And I think that's what makes them so unique, but it's what gives these guys such staying power and why we are still fascinated with them today. And, and, and if you've traveled all in different parts of the world as I have, when I've traveled in the Middle East in Egypt, um, you know, people would ask me, uh, where are you from in the, in, in the United States? And I say, well, Michigan. And they say, is that anywhere near Tombstone? Because everywhere you go globally, one of the diehard images of America is the American West, and it is the image of the gunfighter or the lawman. And yeah. those are really indelible. And so uh, our pistoliers uh, still cast a very long, tall shadow. They do, long, tall drink of water. That's right. All right, remind you once again, gunfight on the Santa Fe Trail, July 16th through the 18th at Council Grove. I'll be there, uh, Buck Taylor will be there, and a lot of other cool people will be there too. So hope to see you there. In the meantime, I shall see you somewhere around right. Kansas. Kansas. to the Western Kansas Wildlife Travel Center right here in my hometown of Oakley, Kansas. We're the front door of Western Kansas located on three main highways, I-70, US-83, and US-40. And all those roads lead to history, beautiful scenery, and adventure no matter which direction you go. We now have an IHOP brand that you've trusted up and down the road in all your travels is staffed with local folks, real people, just like you and me, and we're waiting on you to join us. So for fun, adventure, fuel up, fuel your body, and let's have some fun. In 1821, a trade route was opened from Missouri in the United States across prairies and mountains to Mexico. In 2021, we will mark 200 years of epic conflicts and grand adventures, larger-than-life personalities and sweeping landscapes. Join us on an historic journey. The Santa Fe Trail lives on. Find us on social media or santafetrail.org.